Still True to Myself podcast goal is to enlighten individuals as they overcome and heal from generational trauma and adversities. Join the Still True to Myself podcast team as we assist you in your journey to live, create your own life, and remain true to yourself. What's up, everybody? My name is Zenaida, and I'm the host of Still True to Myself podcast. Allow me to welcome you back to another episode. In episode two, we will discuss manifesting goals, working on thyself, music, and ownership with Hollow the Truth. Hollow the Truth is a recording artist, producer, DJ, and graphic designer who has been passionate about his music and artistry for as long as he can remember. As a recording artist, he dedicates his time to creating music that inspires others to holler their truth. From Denver, Colorado, currently based in San Francisco, California, Holler the Truth is constantly working to better himself and those around him. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to welcome Holler the Truth. So Holla, welcome to the Still True to Myself podcast. How you doing? How you feeling? I'm great. I'm great. How you feeling? Shout out to everybody. It's Holla the Truth in the building, finally. It's been a long time coming. Finally. Definitely worth the wait, though. Yes, ma'am. That's what we're getting into today. So, um, I wanted you to bring, I mean, I wanted to bring you on to the Still True to Myself podcast so people could, out there could get to know you a little bit better and, uh, we get to know who Holla the Truth necessarily is, right? So I want to know. <laughs> so I want to know who Holla the Truth is and who you are as a person. Who is Holla the Truth? You know, uh, I'm a well-rounded guy. You know, jack of all trades. I'm trying to master one eventually. Uh, you know, you kind of gave him the whole spiel with the bio. Artist, producer, graphic manipulator, DJ, all the goods. You pretty much name it, I'll figure it out. I'm a figure outer. Um, yeah, I'm just really trying to figure it out from here. I've had the local success. I'm trying to see what major success look and feel like. Definitely, definitely. So, how does your music resemble your name in like? Who are the people you are trying to reach with your music? Well, my music, you know, I try to live my truth through the music. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people feel my music. They don't necessarily hear it. You hear me? Like, they feel it. It's something that, like, resonates within. It's not just, you know, ooh, let me listen to this. It's like, ooh, I need to be in the mood because this is going know help me manifest what I'm going through a lot of people feel like they uh, they feel like my music is inspirational you know it's motivational uh, you know I me personally I don't find it compatible with like the majors but for the intimate fan base that I have you know it makes sense because most of my fans know me at this point. Like, I'm not a far-out person. 
that people don't just recognize. But as of now, my fan base pretty much knows me, so they, you know, really understand where I'm coming from and they feel that shit. Definitely, definitely. So, excuse me, just to name a few, who are some of the individuals you work with um, and who do you you see yourself working with as you uh, begin to go ahead and perfect this craft? Um, some of the bigger names I've been working with, you know, I got my stuff with Young T.O., um, Burner, I got features from Mozzie, Bankroll Hayden, Cash Kid, uh, Remedy, G-Val, Yace, Lil Reese, Chezzy, AMG Manson, um, trying not to leave nobody out. I hate doing the name shout out thing, but you know, um, some artists I'm trying to get to, you know, anybody that's going to get me on the billboards, that's actually one of my goals for 2021, but we'll figure it out later. Um, manifest it, speak it into existence. You feel me? So yeah, as of now, I'm just trying to work with anybody that's going to help me get to the next level. Okay. So um, out of all the projects you have done, which one is your favorite? Like, like which one is like, yeah. Yeah, my favorite project is probably True to Myself, which is the first edition of the True to Myself, you know, introduction. Because the new one is still True to Myself, which is probably my second favorite. Just, you know, kind of where the head was when I was writing and whatnot. Um, during True to Myself, during that album, that was a lot, that was a lot of stuff going on, you know, the Tamir Rice and Trayvon Martin, like, that was around that time, all the same little shit going on, and, you know, my head was just in a different place, I was growing as a person, as a man, and just trying to figure it out, I was in school, um, not really knowing what was next, because, you know, school was coming to a wrap. So I was really just trying to figure some things out within myself and it led me to, um, you know, on this journey of finding out that I needed to be true to myself. And that's kind of when I like took heed to what you were doing with the whole true to myself idea. And, you know, it resonated with me like, you know, I'm already hollered the truth and <laughs> staying true to myself is definitely something uh, that coincides with, you know, my branding. Definitely, definitely, I appreciate that. And being that <clears throat> you said that when you when you heard about the brand, um, you kind of like was like, oh, okay, wait a minute, you know, that kind of re- reflects on like a little bit what I what I stand by and stuff, right? And so I want to know like when you first came across the brand like and you heard the story of true to myself what was your first impressions and what 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 did you walk away with um like i said you know it resonated with me for a reason this whole holler the truth idea is more than just a name it's a brand and it's you know uh, it's a statement as well you know holler the truth live your truth speak your shit um stay true to who you are and when i You know, when I actually heard True to Self originally, I was like, ooh, like, yeah, that's that's the movement. We all need to stay true to ourselves. Like, we get 
we get uh, so invested in the other people's perceptions of us mm-hmm. that we just kind of live up to them. Exactly. And, exactly. you know, it's not our duty to uphold somebody else's expectations of us. Definitely. Definitely. And I could agree with that because growing up, um, we are given expectations. You got to do this. You got to live by this. Or, you know, family is family or whatever. But once you get the ideology of, I got to create my own. And I got to live up to my own. Be who I am in my own belief. Like, you know, just creating your own lane. And uh, working with you definitely, um, definitely motivates me in so many ways. Um, because... I be having all of these ideas, right? And you don't never shut them down. You just definitely help me organize it. And you taught me that others can hold you accountable, but can't nobody hold you accountable like you doing it for yourself. And it's just like so many people are like on my team, right? And they see my potential, but it's like until I believe in myself, you know, and want it for myself, it's not going to go anywhere. And so that's why for 2021, I took it upon myself to really just start going harder um, in all aspects of the brand and multiple businesses that I'm trying to, uh, you know, start. And, you know, with the right individuals around you to keep you pushing and see the driving you and never give up is a different kind of energy, especially when it's real. Um, I know that when I first initially listened to the Still True to Myself song, um, one of the lyrics in there basically said that um, when the love is real, you know, and you realize it's genuine and it don't come with a fee, you know, for me and my team, like, when it comes to just building this brand or just anybody's brand and working with individuals, like, you have to have that that foundation and um, just understanding that, you know, you got to hold yourself accountable along with those around you. Right. The foundation is definitely... <clears throat> where it's at because a lot of times we build shit with weak foundations we build relationships with weak foundations you know jobs and credit like we we build a lot of things from the ground up without no ground like it's just like a broken up gravel we don't ever take time to set the pavement and then build on top of that so that's something as a people we gotta start you know readjusting definitely definitely which kind of goes into um, me being able to kind of understand when you get the uh, opportunity to work with different artists and different kind of music. What what kind of goes on for you when you have to like rise to the occasion or work with um, different kind of genres? Uh, I'm the type of person that kind of thrives on opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when the opportunity presents itself, I'm there for it. Uh, yeah, I don't really too much fold under pressure. I get frustrated with myself because I'm a procrastinator, but you know, um, nah, I get that shit done. I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. If I need to figure it out, I'm gonna figure it out. When you say when you say you get frustrated and stuff, how do you work through that? Because I know for me, when I uh, link with my business mentor to discuss different type of plans I have, they be like. You gotta chill. You be getting frustrated. Um, I be. One of my friends kind of taught me to like work through it. Just you know, go in there and fight it. Somebody else actually told me that's not a good idea. Like switch it up. 
do mm. something different real quick. Okay. Like kind of lose focus on what you originally were doing and then go back to it. Because mm-hmm. once you so, once you got anxiety about it, it's kind of like hard to manifest it. You know, like a lot of people blow, blow that one chance they get because of nerves. You know, but when it's based people off of, emotions, huh? right? Okay. But when it's people around you. When that energy's around you, and when it's the people around you, you know that that are there motivating you, it gives you that confidence in yourself. Because we do tend to doubt ourselves a lot. Definitely, definitely. Okay, sit with it. So that's definitely that's definitely a tool I'm gonna take back. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would you say are some pros and cons of the industry from your experience? Um, really, I want to speak on the pros. It just opens a lot of different doors and avenues for you. Like, once you can find something to establish yourself in the music industry, it opens a, a floodgate of opportunities for things. You know, everybody don't want to be a. Everybody might not want to be a superstar rapper, but they like talking in front of people. You know, it gives you the opportunity to now brand yourself as a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need a beat behind you, but you can encourage people. Definitely. Um, you know, say you want to, you know, it can lead you in the doors of business. Uh, it can lead you in the right hands of people like, you know, people that develop stuff and manufacturers and now you're a business owner, a, a different type of business owner. Mm-hmm. Like, Fortune 500 opportunities. A prime example is a nigga like Chameleonaire. Maybe like, um, he, was, he, he did his, he got his rap name out there or whatever I don't know about his money situation but you know now he's thriving for sure and it's not he has nothing to do he hasn't been relevant in music and I don't know how long Mm -hmm. but it just opened a different avenue for him right E-40 you know he got the alcohol shout out to you got me that Earl Stevens uh well we got the slur of cane sweet tea (laughs) okay um but, yeah, yeah, that's you know. actually my favorite. I was so hot when they were sold out at Bad Like, this is the only place I could find it. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I could find them. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, it just opens up different avenues. Like, Mr. Fab got a store and his uh, branding going on with his clothing line, Dope Air. It's just, yeah, so there's a lot of pros to it. The cons, you know, it gets a little, it gets political. Hmm. That's uh, that's that's a that's one of the things that kind of deters a lot of people because you realize a lot of this behind the scenes stuff is fake. Hmm. Well, actually, the shit we get to see is fake. Mm-hmm. But behind the scenes, you know, you get to see how people really operate and what really is what. Um, and so how do you, how do you, like, what is your way working with people when, when, when an artist comes to you or somebody comes to you, whether they want to do a collaboration or, um, they want you to do a, a beat or whatever the situation is, like, do you, like, how do you, like, introduce yourself with working with them? Like, how do you like to Me personally, I'm, I call myself a custom producer because I don't really like just making beats and then trying to figure out who to send them to. Like, that's cool. But I kinda I kinda want my shit tailored to the artist. Mm-hmm. Like I want I really want the artist to be a part of it because you know they feel it more when they when they put their energy into it as well. I like this sound, I don't like this sound, change this, ooh, play it like this. 
Like, yeah, all that shit makes a difference because this is essentially they shit. Like, if you could custom tailor your car, that's what you're going to do. You get mm-hmm. options. Right. Right. I don't want to give you options of different beats, and we can just work through whatever we're going to work through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think there was a second part to the question. Just how do you like to network? Like when when the artist comes, would you like off the rip? Like I know when I do business, right? Off the rip, I'm gonna let you know. Like this is what I want. This is what I'm willing to do. I'm open for whatever situation. Should nothing come through, I plan accordingly. You know, and if Plan B, how I feel like if something ain't gonna fall through and it don't fall through, like you already know what the expectation is when I bring it back up. Like you know, I just like to plan accordingly to where if you plan as if. Everything is going to fail if that makes sense. You know? Yeah, nah, that's uh, actually one of my issues. I definitely need to start being more assertive with what I want. Because, mm-hmm. to be honest, it's not about paying for a beat. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not really too enthusiastic about somebody coming to cash me out for a beat. Like, let's make a song. Like, mm-hmm. something that actually makes sense. Something that's timeless. Mm-hmm. Something that's competable. Definitely. Um, like, I want people to challenge me to, you know, bring out the best in me when I'm producing. And I want to challenge the, the whatever artist to, you know, stop making music for the the intimate, you know, fan base they have. Like, let's, let's think about the masses. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, J. Cole said a line one time, like, either you play the game or watch the game play you and be that broke motherfucker talking about I stayed true. I mean, it's alright to stay true to yourself, but, you know, it's some other avenues you can go as far as helping you get to where you're trying to get to. Like, it's alright to the, to play the game, but you kind of got to figure out your own alley to make it make sense to you. Definitely, definitely. No, I get it. A lot of people be like, you always doing something, you always involved in something, yeah. Until it makes sense. One of them gonna make sense. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You may not see the vision, but you will eventually. You ain't gotta mess with me now, but later you don't wanna mess with me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, let's get into this Still True to Myself album. What is the story behind this album? Well, to give you your roses, you know, you kinda spark this whole momentum on the Still True to Self album, True to Myself album. Uh, you want to bet that we made, and I had to essentially write the initial song that sparked the album. I had to, um, you know, figure that out and drop that for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I was a little enthusiastic, unenthusiastic about the song, so we revamped it when I later touched the album. Um, the idea for the album. I was really kind of in the same space as the first one, which was crazy. And it was a lot of the same shit going on. Like, you know, you got the Dylan Roof shit. I hate to say his name, but, you know, you got the guy that shot at the church. You got uh, multiple, you know, police shootings and unarmed bullshit going on with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor's and just... You know, it's all like the same shit all over again. So I fell back into that place. You know, when I was, when I wrote the first one, I kind of fell into a dark place. Like, you know, I started looking at shit different. Uh, 
Tupac, Don's Illuminati, the Seven Day Theory, that was like on in heavy rotation during that time. Mm. And uh, you know, I was with this new album. I was kind of in the same space and just a lot going on. And I actually transitioned. It was some new changes in my life going on. So I just kind of tried to take it and manifest it all and put it in my album. There were some things that were going on, as my partner Lil Reese would say, that some real cosmic things that would lead me to believe that this is something I needed to write and get out. Because I had been talking about doing it for quite a while. It's been a good minute since I've actually dropped a whole collective album of my own music. Um, and another thing that sparked it was a lot of people heard me do my intro on my Celebrate the Pain album, which I produced front and back. Mostly a compilation of other artists, but I did do the intro, and everybody was kind of like, we want more. Mm-hmm. So that also sparked the whole idea of this new album. Um, you know, I guess I felt like I had something to say again. I really use this shit as a way to vent. Mm-hmm. It's not really... Of course, we all want to make money and get rich and whatever. Right, who don't? But yeah, it's like a way to vent. Because a lot of my shit comes, like, even when I'm making beats, they come out dark sometimes. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times. Even my music is just kind of like, damn, bro. Like, are you ever turned up? And I'm really not, but right. my music is kind of like, think about it, vibe with me type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just getting in tune with myself on this transition from a nigga to a man, figuring it out. Definitely, definitely. Now, I heard you mention um, this whole notion of manifesting. And so I want to know, um, I know that, uh, I know when I go on my morning walk, sometimes I tap in with you like, how, how you feeling, how you doing, what's going on? Um, and then you'll call me like, what's your goal for today? You know, and so I want to know. How do you go about that manifestation? How do you go about understanding what is a priority and what what's really gonna uh, take your time to go ahead and work towards that goal? So, you know, we, we we tend to operate in the moment, and then we just think about the what. So to manifest, I've really been digging deeper into the whys and the hows. Like, all right, I know when I figure out what I want, why do I want it? How am I going to get it? And we tend to stop asking why at an early age, you know. We tell kids to stop questioning us. So they get to, you know, stop questioning shit. And we forget to ask. We forget to start asking why. Like, we never, we, we, like it's even a stigma, you know, like a little jokey thing. Like kids always asking why and it's annoying. Nah, it's not annoying. They need to know these whys. Like, and we keep telling these kids to stop asking why. That's why we keep falling into the same little patterns and so-called traditions of life because we stop asking why. Exactly. So, you know, my manifestation is to just continue asking why and how I'm going to get what I want. Exactly. And, and it's funny that you say that because when I uh, do work in a community or I'm asked to run a workshop or guest speak somewhere. Um, what I, the, some of the tools that I give uh, the people that I talk to is necessarily 
start like reflecting on your environment. Start reflecting on the relationship from grandparents to parents and how, how whatever it is they got going on has kind of been passed on to you. Somebody has to break the cycle, right? Right. And so once you begin, and, and I tell people this all the time when they ask about my business, um, the two represents the life we were born into and the life we want to eventually manifest or create. And so once we begin to um, understand that, then we begin that healing process of, no, I don't want that toxic relationship. No, I don't want to be the angry person. Or no, I don't want to continue to, uh, you know, not have things that can eventually be passed down to the next generation in the family or whatever the situation is, right? So once we begin with ourselves, that's definitely the way to go. Right. Um, so I'm sure that this album hit home for a lot of people, including myself. What was going on for you as you began to write the album and what kept you going and motivated? Um, as the songs start progressing. So that kept me, you know, in the moment. The words were there. Actually, something that that really had me in the in the writing process was I had stopped smoking for two years. Then uh, I was eating some edibles, and during that time, like right before that, I was watching rap battles. So I was like heavy on rap battles. I had already been in the rap battles, but for some reason, I was like re-watching all of this shit. I guess like again, like Lil Reese say, it would be cosmic because. You know, that shit had me thinking different. And then once I started eating the edibles and watching that shit, it start, you know, my mind start exploring different, you know, avenues. And yeah, like, and I was like, ooh, let me start writing. So I just started writing and it, the, the wordplay was crazy with some of that shit. A lot, actually, some of that shit that I first started writing never even made the album, to be honest. Um, it was like the later kind of not so artistic shit. It is still artistic, but not so hard to digest type shit. Do you see yourself releasing it at all? You know, eventually I'll play with it and mm. figure it out. I might, you know, freestyle on Instagram, well not freestyle, but acapella on Instagram or something. Well, what's up, you gonna get this Clubhouse. Um, as of now, no. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll figure it out though. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I didn't actually come prepared with nothing to, that I want people to know before it get to where it get to. Okay. But yeah, um, just kind of staying in the moment of being motivated with with finishing the album. You know, once I start something, it'd be the finning, it'd be the ending for me. Mm-hmm. Like even with movies, like I'm, you know, I'd be having anxiety just trying to get to the end. I don't care how long the movie is. I just want to see the end. Even if I've seen it before, I'm just still anticipating what happens in the end. Like, I want to know the ending story. Right, right. And I always look for solutions. So, you know, my one of my solutions to manifesting what I had going on was to write. And I remember one day I was writing the album and I looked at my horoscope. I, I even say it, yeah, I even say it in one of the verses. I was writing that song and I looked at my horoscope and it said, stay true to you or stay true to who you are or something. I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm writing my still true to myself album and my fucking horoscope tells me 
So, you know, it just all made sense. Mm-hmm. I got all the all right signs. Yeah, exactly. The cosmos going crazy. Going crazy. And, and I be big on that and whatever, whatever the belief is for people. I tell people all the time, once you get tuned, like, spiritually grounded with yourself, that's really all, you know, that, that begins to open your eyes to many things. Um, you know, what you put out into the universe, you're going to receive the game, guys. It's real. So, you know, you do right by people. You do right by yourself. But that's definitely what's up. Uh, so, I want to know... I mean, we kind of already talked about it. Um, just the steps you took to manifesting and setting your goals and dreams, plans, working towards that. Um, what are your plans for 2021? Um, and what words of encouragement can you give people listening that's trying to achieve the same thing? So, yeah, one of my... Well, I actually wrote down some 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 things I want to manifest for the year. Definitely. I don't necessarily know if I would consider them goals. They're, they're, they're goals, but not anything necessarily tangible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more spiritual. Definitely. I guess with tangible results. Give it to the universe. In a sense, yeah. You ask, you shall receive. <laughs> so one thing, my big things. Well, actually, I'm gonna start with my actual goals. You know things that I actually want to accomplish. Um, so I want 10 artist placements in Atlanta, Houston, and LA. Like, I'm really not too specific on who, but I want to at least work with 10 artists in them different markets. Um, I want three major placements. These are all yearly goals. I want three major placements, just people that are of significance. Um... I want to hit the billboard charts. This was actually one of my goals last year. And really, when uh, my little brother got a billboard record, I kind of felt like, you know, it was me. Like, I celebrated that with him. Because so, we come from essentially the same place. So when he uh, when he got his billboard during plaque, or, you know, his billboard spot, that definitely resonated like it was me. But when reality set in, gotta figure it out it's coming it's coming yeah and then i'm looking for that instagram verification uh that's probably one of my least least it's a minor goal but you know something i definitely want to accomplish next year and so my uh things that i want to manifest which are some motivational things for other people as well um giving credit where it's due two of them i got from fidel we were in Clubhouse just talking to Fidel, uh, you know, from Hunter's Point, if y'all know him. Uh, he said some things that just kind of resonated with me. Just we had a conversation actually about, you know, being in the same circle and essentially him getting, you know, some avenues that I haven't hit yet. And he gave me, you know, some words of encouragement to figure it out so one thing that I took from him is he said bet on yourself Mm -hmm. so a lot of the times we look for other people to bail us out and bet on us you know and it's hard to bet on somebody that won't bet on themselves you know yeah my sister tell me that all the time yeah (laughs) I uh you know I sometimes I sometimes we lose focus of who we are and our purpose Mm -hmm. and I got a bad habit of doing that shit, so 
definitely looking forward to betting on myself, you know, putting my best foot forward because I get, I guess you could say insecure about some, some, some things with the music, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you want to fit in, but you still want to stand out type shit. So right. it's a conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I actually got from a friend is to love me more. You know, I said, I told myself I gave my 20s to everybody else and I want my 30s to me. Right. right. I want to figure it out for me. I I need to start loving me. You know, I'm definitely in tune with myself, but I want to start loving me more, like really kind of putting me in front of other people's shit. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we kind of let our loyalty for other people cause us to do shit we don't really want to do. Right, right. And at this point in my life, I'm kind of over that. I just actually uh, had a conversation about that um, where, you know, I would love to be there for everybody. I would, but that's draining. I got to fill my cup first. Exactly. Once my cup is filled and taken care of, I can get to you after that. I mean, I get to you when you want me to, but know that I got you when I can, you know? And so I think that that's something people take for granted and don't want to understand, you know, because they're kind of oblivious to the fact that they're selfishness. Facts. And my last thing, which I also got from Fidel, just based, I, he didn't necessarily say it, but, you know, based on our conversation, goddamn, um, you know, he basically reiterated what I've been telling myself and that I needed to go harder. I felt like I was going hard, but hard to I got the results of going hard. Now it's time to go harder. Definitely so, apply pressure. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at with it with 2021. So my three words of advice, you know, to anybody that's listening, is to bet on yourself, love you more, and go harder. Definitely, definitely. Lastly, what's your next project? What you working on? What's going on for you? Another one of my goals, actually, that I didn't mention was that I want to write a song a week. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, what, 52 songs? 54 songs? Some shit. 52 mm-hmm. weeks in a year. Yeah, so 52 songs. That's the goal. Uh, no particular project in mind. I do want to do something. I got something in mind to do a collaborative album with Zell DMR. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my little brother. He goes crazy. He did, he did. Yeah, he got a. Uh, he actually did the intro on both the True to Myself albums. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, um, and then I got another project I've been that's been in the talks with. It's Fat Fat. We uh, he was kind of like one of Yace's close friends, R.I.P. to Yace, and you know he's just trying to get some more motivation to do it as music you know after you go through something tragic like that it kind of steers you into the to a different direction sometimes mm-hmm. but you know he's been staying pretty enthusiastic about what he got going on yeah now he's going crazy <laughs> he's crazy yeah so we go uh, but as far as like individual projects I really don't have nothing up my sleeve quite yet I'm thinking about another collaborative album or something. I'm going to figure it out. I definitely want to get something rolling. 
Well, you know, I definitely want you to uh, produce the spiritual to myself, motivational EP, whatever it's called. You know. So we're going to go ahead and do that. Yeah, we're going to figure it out. We're going to put something together. Get this merchandise going out. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's definitely a collab. And uh, I definitely want to make sure that we put that out there that Holler the Truth and Still True to Myself is doing a collaboration. It's on the way. Um, I, I'm just excited to uh, see what's in store. Like, I got a whole vision for that. Like, we, we doing commercials. We, we doing it big. So, let's go hard or go home. 2021, we coming for everything. Everything, you know. It's out there. It's on the flow. Just got to figure it out. Oh, yeah. Manifest it. Keep the right people around you. Definitely, definitely. And that, that's, keep all that negativity. Mm-mm. Definitely. Thank you. I wish you nothing but the best. Have a good day. Right. <laughs> keep that away from me. Um, Any questions for me? Anything? Um, I don't particularly have any questions, but like I said, I do want to give you your roses. I definitely appreciate you for the platform. I definitely appreciate you for being in my life. You know, um, we cross paths for a reason, and we're going to figure it out from here. Definitely, definitely. Thank you, Howard. I appreciate you for taking the time out, for giving me this interview. I appreciate you um, for always holding me accountable. Always making sure that I'm doing what I need to do, tapping in how you need to tap in. I just appreciate you for allowing me the space to help uplift you, motivate you, and just, you know, be a friend. Like, I just appreciate you, and I wish you nothing but the best. Um, blessings to you on your journeys. It's only more to come, and it's only up from here. Yeah, and I hate to be that nigga, but now that I think about it, again, some more roses. You are one of the only people not saying the only person, but you are one of the only people that calls consistently to check on my mental health. Like, you don't, you start calling for, hey, can you do this for me? Or can I get this from you? Or no, how are you today? What's going on with you? And that's something I definitely appreciate. And we need to start um, valuing people that do that. Like, a lot of people are valuing people that can do shit for them. Mm-hmm. But the best fucking thing you can get from somebody is somebody that's actually genuinely concerned with your mental health. Well, thank you. I didn't know that. But I appreciate that. You know, definitely mental health is definitely something that you got to check in with. I battle with depression here and there, you know, so I definitely know how it could be. And when we are in these dark places, you don't want to be in them dark places alone, you know, and so. If I could just extend the hand and be 30 seconds, say, how you doing? You good? If not, I got you, you know? So, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Well, it's a wrap, y'all. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Like I said, we got Holla the Truth. I appreciate you. Where can I find you? You can find me everywhere. Search Holla the Truth. Always Holla the Truth on Instagram. I Holla the Truth on Clubhouse. I don't really fuck with nothing else. You can find me wherever you want to find me. You can Google me if you feel the need to. It's holla, the T-H-E, truth. You feel me? We'll figure it out from there. Everybody keep living y'all's truth. And y'all know what I mean. Yes, yes. Well, y'all have a beautiful evening. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. And look out for episode three. Listen, we coming for everything. And remember, whatever you do, always stay true to yourself. Understand that.